Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Confer Culture, brought to you by Timothy Theories, the podcast where we talk about the topics that many of us are passionate about. I'm your host, Chris Murphy, and this week I'm joined by... Mike. Hello. Hello. <laughs> or or you, uh, should call, the, you should call me Detective Mike. <laughs> Detective Mike, yes, yeah. because... This week, we're going to be talking about uh, a super hilarious show we both really, really enjoy, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Nine-Nine. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nine-Nine. <laughs> this is a show that I came into a little later, actually. I think uh, three seasons had aired but before I started watching it, I think. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, I think so. I wasn't on board right at the beginning because <laughs> um, I wasn't the hugest Andy Samberg guy. Oh, like I'd okay. seen him on oh, SNL cool. and, and his stuff was like, it's okay. But, yeah, uh, um, this show has elevated him actually in my eyes a little bit. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've seen Palm Springs or not, but I thought he was really funny in that too. That one I had, like I watched the first couple of minutes and then I had to jet to work. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. In the- yep. So, uh, so yeah, that like I, I saw the first couple of minutes fucking so funny. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty he's hilarious great. in it. Yeah. Uh, but in, in Brooklyn Nine Nine, he is exceptional. I thought yes. he, his his role as uh, Jake was mm, chef's kiss. Yes, yes, it is. It's really good casting. So, uh, what I'm gonna do quick, I'm I'll quickly go over the premise a little bit, and then um, we'll talk about casting characters and just kind of you know wing it from there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as per Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, it's sent, uh, the premise of the show, it's set in the fictional 99th pre- precinct of New York City Police Department in Brooklyn, uh, follows a team of detectives headed by the overly serious and intellectual Captain Raymond Holt, and we'll get to him in a minute. The detectives include Jake Peralta, an ace investigator with a high rate of successfully solved cases in spite of his relaxed and childish attitude. That's Andy Samberg, and we'll get to the cast in a second. Um, he eventually falls for his nerdy by the book, but skilled colleague, Amy Santiago, uh, Jake's best friend, the timid and loyal Charles Boyles often partnered with, uh, apathetic and aggressive Rosa Diaz, the pair of older detective, Michael Hitchcock and Norm Sully. And again, often seem incompetent and lazy, but were once legendary detectives. So they report to Sergeant Terry Jeffords and, um, he's a gentle giant and devoted family man. And he initially had a phobia of going back to the field, uh, police work, and being killed in line, line of duty and leaving his children uh, fatherless. And the precinct also includes sarcastic and dominating civilian administrator Gina Linetti, who dislikes her job, plans her life around social media, and focuses on dancing as a life goal. So that's like basically kind of the Coles notes is there um, of what this show is sort of about. And it's like it's an ensemble comedy, and it's yep. one of those... Uh, uh, shows one of those sitcoms that is elevated by um, how perfect the cast has like gelled together. Like they complement mm-hmm. each other really, really well. And like the the actual in like the writing behind it. Um, yeah, I agree very well, like very funny. They it's it's one of those sitcoms that I will. I it's one of the few sitcoms I am more than happy to go back to without yep. feeling Me awful. Too. Um, I <laughs> think feeling I, awful. Yeah, no, because like, because like looking back on like, um, when people say like, oh yeah, I'll rewatch Friends, I'm like, like no, no. <laughs> looking nope. back on, I'm like, no, I don't feel proud about going back to Friends. I think it like for me, the show is like it's becoming my the new <clears throat> office for me. Where Which like is once, funny, 
Yeah. Because it's created by Dan Gore and Michael Schur. Um, I don't know if Dan Gore did, but I know Michael Schur worked. Um, oh, seriously? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Michael Schur uh, worked on uh, The Office. Yes. Oh. Um, American television producer, writer, character. He was a producer and writer for the comedy series The Office. Oh, sweet. Well, there you go. Like, yeah. it's it, it like once the show ends and, like, um, I think like, I'll One probably come back to it. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. yeah, so, like, well, once that season ends and, like, give it, like, a year or two or something after that, this will be, like, oh, okay, time to do my annual viewing of Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fill yeah. the time and then, like, add that to the time slot where I'll have, like, office episodes in the background. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so like I would put it, uh, I would, uh, I think this is better than The Office just because um, as a whole, not necessarily like peak versus peak, but like as a whole, because this has been consistently good, like from the mm-hmm. beginning all the way through, like yep. it's been funny from start to finish, whereas The Office I agree. season one is like, eh, and then like the later seasons are awful. Like the later yep. last two I seasons, agree. I would say, aren't very good. So I consistently, agree. I would say this one's like better. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's so, it's less cringe comedy and more like holy shit this is like smart comedy funny you know yeah and it's like um they put like it's just a regular police department and then they put them in like not like over the top crazy situations mm-hmm. or but situations where crazy things happen as a result but you could sort of see some of it happening yeah if it was it's real like, like you know i think and, and it, that is I think it's mostly due to like the chemistry and like the the sense of family and friendship like between all of the staff at the nine nine like yeah. you know what I mean like so w- when you look at um when you look at episodes like the bachelor party nah. or like the like yeah for Jake's bachelor party and like you you all the dumb shit <laughs> that yep. like like all the dumb shit that they would go through and like the payoff at the end you're just like oh okay like. I still think that this is, these are like regular cops, like, cause they are just regular cops on the streets of Brooklyn. And then they're, this is them on their off time. Like I, it's yep. not far off from reality, but it's still like, it's still very much like a comedy show. Like yeah. even when like serious shit's going down, they still manage to find a way to make you laugh. Like the, I'm reminded of the episode of, um, when Rosa Diaz does the, uh, she she answers that one call to an active shooter, and everybody at the nine nine was told to stay because they don't want to have like a situation on their hands or whatever, um, mm-hmm. because uh, like a number of officers have already like called onto the scene, and the whole thing is like everybody is worrying about Diaz and trying to handle their own shit. Yeah, but at, and like they're finding like they're finding ways to still like kind of cope with everything and kind of cope with the stress. And like you have Jake who's always trying to like sneak out and try to uh, like try to avoid Holt to like help out Diaz, yeah. but then Holt's like right behind him. And like again, it's it's one of those things where yes, you'll have your serious moments or your serious episodes, but they'll still be funny as hell. Like oh my god, yeah, like or or they're um. Or Boyle and and Peralta are chasing down a bad guy, and the bad guy shooting at him, and all the while they're like cracking jokes at each other and like coming up with like code names and shit. <laughs> and, you're like, and you're just laughing at them as 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 they're yep. doing this while they're chasing the guy who's like shooting at, like trying to kill them. And yep. it's like it's yeah. Or, or it's, the, the one-liners that they do, like they're not cringy, they're not stupid, yeah. like they're funny. 
and they're all in character and it's like it's nothing really comes out of left field and like you're every everything that they do is like it's yep. it, it's funny because it's it makes sense for the character to do that you know yeah. like um when um when you're uh well like was it the christmas episode when jake has to get like uh has to get boil like his christmas present because he forgot to get him one so yes. they go to the department store get locked and it turns out to be a diehard episode <laughs> yes right like, right 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 yeah i remember that I just, like, like you um see, instead of like uh like so jake always tries to have like his john mcclain moment but then it turns out that Boyle is like the john mcclain yes. in that episode and yes, he totally he lets him have his moment because they're best friends and you're just like yep. this is great i enjoy this even though he yep. gets like what was it um it's like yippee kaye mother buckets or whatever he says at the end yep. and like jake's like mm, all right that's fine i'll let so you have close. it <laughs> oh yeah i'll let you have it yeah or like um but even like um there's good there's character growth like uh terry cruz's character like he like he doesn't want to go in the field and then he goes in the field mm-hmm. and like he's so like he's got character growth he grows into like a leadership role like jake um like dates santiago and then they get engaged and married so like most shows where the like the love interests get together like it sucks after like think castle yeah. and castle and and the other i can't remember her name they get together and the show just goes downhill from there but theirs is such um they 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 walk that fine line so well well where it's like he has character growth so like he becomes more of an adult but he's still like at heart he's still an absolute child and she yeah. just like kind of she's kind of supportive so she just kind of knows when the cut him like when the like okay like you're being too much of a child but like they're like they'll like title of your sex tape at each other yep no 100%. and so they'll, they'll joke back and forth which by the way tell your sex tape is the new that's what she said yep. that, that, that <laughs> which is, is great one, that is the one thing like that's one of the things i've been trying to like incorporate <laughs> totally every so tape. often yep that yep, should me never too. die ever no it, it should never die and like uh yeah so like they've walked a very fine line of um mm. having him have character growth but still retain the things that makes his character funny and not completely change yeah because they, so they, they that's don't, why it's they don't lose their they don't let the uh, relationship define their character in the end like yes you know and i and that's that's what this show is like really great at like yeah uh, there's a whole bunch of people like they have defining character traits, but they don't have one. It's not the the trait that defines them. And yeah, the best like example the of the, sorry, go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say like the best example of that is like a Sergeant Holt, right? Yeah. Oh, 100. Like you, because he's the gay like, character, but like he's not stereotypically gay, like mm-hmm. gay that you would see on a sitcom, like uh, like um, uh, Will and Grace, for example. Yep. Like how and Jack is on that. Yeah, and like the thing is, like he is a like yes, he is a robot. That's his character, but like you see him grow to become like his own and become more yep. comfortable with like the family that he looks after at the nine nine. Like, <laughs> like there's there's a like I'm trying to think of like I'm blanking on moments when like so at the beginning he's like this unfeeling like father figure to Jake. Yes. But then all of a sudden, like, you see him, like, slowly open up to people and you really yes. see, like, his character. Like, there's that one, there's that one cold open where, uh, they're, him and Jake are out getting, like, lunch and this breakdancer, like, calls out Holt. <laughs> and he's like, Yes. And he, like, and he dance yep. battles him and he does, like, the robot and yep. stuff and, like, Jake's, like, fumbling <laughs> with his phone and he goes to Jake. He's like, 
no one's going to believe you that this ever happened. <laughs> or something yep. like that. And I'm like, oh my god! You Can see you him breathe? loosen up too, like, over the course mm-hmm. of the the different year's Halloween episodes. Yep. Like, at first, Holt yep. is totally against it, and then eventually he's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, by the yep. time and they get, like, like, a couple deep into it. And then literally, like, when it comes to, like, picking teams and, like, backstabbing, like, all like all his yep. subordinates and everything just so he can get the yep. belt and stuff. Yeah. Yep. No, it's great. Yep. It's it is. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go through the cast real quick. So uh, we mentioned Andy Samberg earlier. Um, mm-hmm. He's done like he's done SNL. He's done um, Lonely Island. Yeah. Uh, Lonely Island. So like he did the uh, um, uh, there, he did a song for both Lego movies under Lonely Island. He was um, mm-hmm. pop star, never stop, never stopping, or whatever, <laughs> which <laughs> is kind of funny. funny. I love it. Uh, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Palm Springs, which is pretty good. I think he was in Hot Rod too. Yeah, he was in Hot Rod. I never saw yeah. that one, but like he's done a bunch of stuff. So, so Hot Rod. This like is one probably of those my movies. favorite thing I've ever seen him in, though. You know, it's you know it's funny though. Like I haven't <laughs> seen Hot Rod personally, but every like a lot of my friends tell me to watch it. And I have one friend who fucking memorized that movie. I swear to God. Like it's, (laughs) it is like the funniest thing for, she loves Andy Samberg. And like, she thinks that like, that's one of the funniest things. I remember when I, when I used to, my old job um, from like a couple years back, she would always like recite lines from hot rod (laughs) every so often. I'm like, like, I want to watch this movie, but it's like, I don't know if I want to get to it. I'll add it to my list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah. same. Uh, yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, uh, he's, I think he's, this is his best role. I think, he, like, mm-hmm. even though it's, like, the first couple, of, like, the first time I saw, I'm like, I kind of don't buy you as a cop, but then yep. by the time you're, like, halfway through the first, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm down. And he's, like, yep. he's super childish, but, like, again, like, Andy Samberg is just, he's just gold in this. Yep. Like he really, I think he might probably. I, does he write part of this too? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, uh, I don't. I I wouldn't be surprised either. A lot. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. But like, and him. <clears throat> yeah, his uh, his his relationship with uh, Charles Boyle, played by Jolo Trulio, is like their their relationship is so awesome. Like they're best friends. Mm-hmm. And like they'll have an episode here or there where they'll where they'll disagree or whatever, but it never lasts. Like their their bond is like it's just like unbreakable. It's it's awesome. It's like that's what you want your best friend to be, like those two guys. It's it's crazy. Oh, side note, uh quick IMDB search. Uh no credits, unfortunately, for Brooklyn Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I'm, um, I'm a little surprised by, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because like he he writes a lot of his stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Jolo Trulio, of course, like he's been in a bunch of stuff as well. He was in Wet Hot American Summer. He's fucking great <laughs> in Wet Hot American Summer. Um, he yeah, was in got, uh, like, he was in Superbad. Right? Was he really? Yeah. So <laughs> I felt like I was watching Superbad uh, a little while back, and <laughs> he was the guy. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm almost 100. Like, I'm gonna, I'll double check just to make sure. But he was the guy that runs over, um, that runs over. Uh, oh, what's his freaking Are name? No, the other guy, like the oh uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, Jonah's <laughs> was, character. Yeah, when he runs over Jonah Hill after like they try to get liquor for the first time, 
okay. <laughs> and and then like he he's the guy that tells him like yo i got i know the sick party where he gets a booze <laughs> and he drives oh, him over okay. to that party yeah, yeah. Huh. i'm like holy shit that's boil <laughs> it's boil nice yeah yeah again he's really really good he's totally spineless mm-hmm. and he's like um he lets people push him around all the time but like Every now and again, he stands up for himself, and when he yeah. does, it's like really, really good. And then, he, um, yeah, he was like super. Like, I'll admit, like I didn't really like Boyle's character in the first season. Like, I liked, yeah, like, I liked. Like, first season was good. It wasn't like the best thing, but then like the writing got better definitely right after that. Like, yeah, as as time went on, like it was like it became really good and just snowballed into that. But like mm-hmm. at first, I didn't really like Boyle um, because just because it was like, oh, he's gonna try to get with Diaz. Like we've all kind of seen this, but then he doesn't, and then you're like, hmm? okay, all right, all right, I like where this is going. Like you, you actually gave, um, you actually just ditched that character and you made like you, you that kind of like character arc where yeah. like will they, won't they, and like that's that was nice. It was nice to see, and then like him having like his like whenever he has like a comedic moment, it's like it became funnier and funnier mm-hmm. as like as time went on. Cause like he's this big foodie <laughs> yep. and that kind of resonated with me. And so he would always bring, like, all the times nice. when he would bring like weird, dumb food to the, uh, to the, uh, to the nine, nine. And you're, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, no, like this that is yeast, great. that yeast, that oh. he's growing, his grandma's yeast and his family is like, holy, sh- they're so creepy. It's like all they're all like the same. You know what and, that reminds um, me of? Fuck. What? The McPoyles. Oh <laughs> yes. Yes. It does they're too, like, yes. So if any always if sunny, watched, yeah. if, for, for any of our uh, listeners who have watched It's Always Sunny, like Boyle's family is almost essentially the same concept as the McPoyles. Yeah, so Boyle's family is evil. Almost, like less evil, less inbred, probably, <laughs> but probably they all wear like the same kind of pants and like sweaters <clears throat> yep. and like dress shirts and stuff and like same it's, haircuts. It's a good time. Yep, yep. And they're all super weird and like, yes. but he, as the show, at like he's yeah, you're right. He was like a little bit too pathetic in the first season, but then he just mm-hmm. kind of owns like his weirdness as the show goes on, which makes mm-hmm. him way more likable. and uh yeah yeah so when he's got like his own uh family like his wife and his adopted son nicolaj nicolaj Nicolaj. (laughs) no no nicolaj (laughs) nicolaj yeah he's just like no he's like (laughs) and like uh the the episode the christmas episode where he's got to buy him a present and like so wasn't like captain latvia or something like that yeah i think it was captain latvia honestly one of my favorite episodes because it's like Yep. Like everything that you wouldn't expect Boyle to like pull off, he does he in does, like spectacular yeah. fashion. Yep. <laughs> and like he gets he gets he gets like his big moment and you're just like, This is great. I absolutely yep. like when he uh when he tells like the joke to like the Latvian bouncers <laughs> or or like whatever bounce like the, those like Eastern European bouncers and they all let him yeah, in. Get into the club, yeah. it, <laughs> oh <laughs> man, it's great. Yeah, he's the one. He like they, him and Jake switch roles for that episode, and he like mm-hmm. gets goes all hero like, and, yeah. and uh, then Jake's yeah, kind of like so. the pathetic one who always kind of gets into yeah, shit. that's right. Yeah. And so like that was a really good role reversal episode. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, like uh, so his character gets way more like well, him and Rosa do like hook up once, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't last very long. Did they hook up? Yeah, they did for a little bit for like a very short period of time. 
in like season three. Are you sure? It's, they dated. They dated or- for like. They dated for like I don't know. It was like maybe a couple episodes. It didn't last very long at all. She agreed oh. to go out on a date with him, and so like they had a couple dates or whatever. It didn't go. Oh, okay, long. yeah. Because then like, yeah, like, like I remember he date. I know he dates Genevieve and then hooks up yes. with uh, uh, what's her name? G- with uh, Gina. Yeah, with Gina. <laughs> <laughs> yep, which was awesome. Yep. Yeah, because her, because her, uh, her was it her mom? One of her parents ended up with one of his parents. <laughs> yes, like, uh, yeah. So like his, uh, like the Boyle's dad hooks up with Gina's mom. That's right. Like, yes, because they, uh, they, they gave like their hotel keys or whatever. They donated like their hotel keys without knowing that they gave it to their like they each gave it to their parents, yes. and so they ended up and like hooking up room. at the hotel. Yep, yep. I remember yep. that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Chelsea Peretti is Gina Linetti. Uh, cool. she was there from seasons one to six. I guess she left the show after that. Uh, yes. I think she actually had a baby in real life and I think yes. she wanted to go do like take care of her baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever, uh, I don't think I've seen her in a whole bunch of stuff, but I've seen her stand up and her stand up is pretty funny too. Like she's actually, to watch. yeah, she's, to watch she's, her stand-up. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Like, and she's like the ultimate sarcastic. Like, she is just an awful human being, but she's so funny. <laughs> she's an awful human being until like she like needs to stand up for her friend. Like, she's like mm-hmm. shitty to everybody until they like actually need something, and then she's like a good person. So she's like a oh. good person with like a an upper layer of shitty person. One she actually those, uh, like looking at her jobs. IMDb page. She actually does a lot of voice work on Big Mouth. Hey. <laughs> Oh, a water star? Uh, did you ever watch Big Mouth on Netflix? Oh, no, I haven't watched it. I, okay, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't watch it around the kids. <laughs> yes, it's, I've I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, but I saw I saw a stand-up special she did on Netflix and it was I mm-hmm. it was really funny. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was like again, like a really really good she just suits her character really well cuz she plays mm-hmm. the sarcastic like I don't want to be here person like so well. Yeah. Like she, like I don't want to be here. I know I'm better than you, mm-hmm. <laughs> in like more ways than one. Yep. And her, uh, yeah. um, and her dance troupe, Florgasm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep, it's great. love that. It's good stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, we got Stephanie Beatriz as Rosa Diaz. Uh, Lego Dude. Movie Connection. She voiced. One of the main characters in the Lego movie two, the second part. Oh, really? Yeah, she even sings in that movie. Yeah, like hearing her like actual voice. Mm, that that it's was way a different, hey? Yep, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, she's one of the. Uh, I can't remember like the. She's like uh, one of the colonel, lieutenant, whatever, blah 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 from the Sistar system in mm-hmm. Lego Movie Two, which I've seen a billion times because I have children. Oh, she's also she also did a lot of voice work for uh, Bojack. Hey, did she? Oh, yeah, right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, I forgot that too. Yeah, yeah her she, her regular voice is nothing. Sounds nothing like she is on on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, hundred percent. Like I follow her on Instagram. I'm just like I'm always taken aback. I'm just like, what? You mean to tell me you're not like you're not like Your this character? Like, you're not this badass? What? <laughs> yeah, she's a super sarcastic badass, and like, um, think like she's just like. She doesn't want to have any feelings, but she does. And she's yep. like, 
oh fine like, she, like think of her like think of her as like your stereotypical like noir <laughs> like detective like yeah. cold unfeeling dedicated to the job and like nobody has like literally a mysterious past like barely anybody knows about like what she's done before <laughs> yeah um and like always and they make a, a big deal out of it one episode when she tells somebody something like she tells somebody something personal and then they make a huge deal out of it the yep. whole episode like i think one of my uh <laughs> just thinking like one of my best one of the best uh diaz moments was when she straight up tells and like she, again she's one of those people that's like not afraid to like straight up tell you what's on her mind yes like or like went to fuck off or whatever and, like one yep. of my favorite moments is like when um kevin and holt are having like marriage troubles because yes. he's been working the late shift <laughs> straight up tells uh straight up tells um uh holt that he just need, like him and kevin just need to bone and he's like what you say <laughs> so yeah you just need to yeah. bone, <laughs> you <should> bone. <laughs> yeah it's great and she ended up being right <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh and then um and then that and then when she kind of goes undercover um i think it was when jake comes uh comes out of undercover um and then she goes to the salon to like in new jersey <laughs> to get a, oh, her hair done yes. to talk to the girlfriend and she puts on her like she puts on like the higher like her other voice and you're just like what Whoa. the fuck? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and she crazy. was dating like that super crazy guy for a while. Like the one that was on the cover oh, and he lost his memory. Pimento, i.e. my yeah, favorite Pimento, character. Yeah. My favorite yeah. character on the show, hands down, next to J- I think tied for Jake. No, actually, no, hold on. It'd be like tied with Holt. Tied for first with Holt. Holt then yeah. Jake comes on up to like a very close second. But yeah, we'll get to Pimento. Yeah, like he's on, he plays... <laughs> It's funny because everything I've ever seen him in, he plays exactly the same character. Unhinged, mm-hmm. crazy guy who, like, you don't know what he's going to do next. <laughs> and it's Great just time. like, like, he's in the league, too. And I've seen trailers for the league while I'm watching. Like, they come on right before It's All With Sunny. And it's like, yeah. okay, so he plays exactly the same character in this show. <laughs> he, he, he was in John Wick, hey? John Wick Chapter 3? Yeah, he was in John Wick Chapter 3. Yeah, that's right. He was he, fucking crazy played, in that, too, he wasn't the, he? He played the clock man. <laughs> he, like, oh, the right. Clock guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's like, right. And he was nuts in like, that, too, wasn't he? Yeah, and I'm looking at him like, oh, shit. Pimentos. I mean, the guy's typecast. Yeah, Pimentos fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, interesting thing, too, about her character is she comes out as bi later on in the show yes. as well. Yep, and they, they handle that. The, that's a <clears> Excellently. Very well. With yeah. with Danny Trejo as her dad, which it's is her like, dad. Yeah, I know. Best part. Yeah, and he accepts. And the funny thing is, like, he accepts it, but her mom doesn't. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Mm-hmm. But like, um, yeah, yeah. She, I, I, I've always really liked her character, and okay. same thing, like growth, but not too much that it completely changes the character, and like again like so uh as i said like they they she comes out as by it and it's one of those things that this show is really really good at and that's diversity it's like mm-hmm. but it's not diversity just for the sake of it or diversity where it's like you just feel like okay well it's the token whatever it's just like it's diversity within the scope of the show and that's why like it works yeah. so well and like, uh, I... like, and it doesn't become their defining trait too either right mm-hmm. and yeah they they i think she sticks to her character like her, like Diaz is very much Diaz to the core 
throughout the entire series you know like even though she she gets closer with Boyle as like a like they're like close friends by the like by like the latest season at this point um but like she's still cold and unnerving like most times and I think still like like, unfiltered yes 100% um alright who else uh, who else we got Melissa Fomero as Amy plays, Santiago. I don't think I've yep. seen I'm I may or may not have seen her in others. Oh, she was on One Life to Live. Holy shit. You know, I th- I, I the first time I saw her, I thought like has she been in a soap? And yes, yes she has. <laughs> um that's the thing yep, that comes nope, up on Wikipedia is... anyway. <laughs> Way over my head. <laughs> uh my my uh my grandmother who is who well, she passed many years ago. Her um what was hers? It was oh, Young and the Restless. That was that was she had to watch Young and the Restless like every day. Like if I was oh, watching yeah. something, I'd be like, oh, I got I I I I gotta watch this. Like I would have the schedule of my TV watching time around my grandmother watching Young and the Restless because I lived with her for a bit <laughs> when I went to college. Oh, okay. like, yeah. So I was like, and we were just used to, like I would just hang out. And we would just like watch it together, and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you know that guy's been trying to get that one away from that one like forever because that's what soaps are like right it's like oh your evil twin brother is trying to steal your fiance like soap operas are like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah super schlocky but like yeah so like uh that's how i sort of know that world a little bit but yeah Mm -hmm. but i thought soap star and it was like yeah totally anyway um, this is the first time i've ever been like um uh, I've ever seen like or heard of uh, Melissa Fumero, and I thought she like nailed it. I love her character. Yeah, her character's <clears throat> like, great. Like it's one of those things where the she's first season yeah, and then begins to really like loosen up and kind of grow as grow into her own like her own person and like outside like the like the stereotype that she kind of set. Yep, at the beginning. but still, like in the later seasons. <clears throat> gets like sexually aroused by like putting like a plan together <laughs> in a binder. <laughs> She's like, Oh, I'm so hot. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so hot right now. Like, yeah, I, oh I was like, my. Oh, this is so hot. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> She's like, it's like, well, it's like we use colored tabs and like, can I pick the binder? And he's like, and Peralta's like, yes. And she's like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, um, yeah, like I, I, I love that. Like, again, they could have overdone it and mm-hmm. um, she could have just stayed stuffy. But yeah. again, like it's one of those things like like just enough growth, but still maintaining that sort of nerdy kind of um, which, again, like if, if you had an opposites attract scenario where you had somebody messy and somebody super neat, but they yeah. loved each other, they would both compromise and meet in the middle and. Um, both change a little bit about themselves <clears throat> to try and, and that's what they both done. Which so it totally sure, makes sense, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it's, like it, when she's trying it, to like suck up to teachers, like suck up, suck up the course teachers or whatever, and it's like you know, <laughs> she's like, well, um, she's, I feel as though she's like probably in one of the more relatable <laughs> characters yes. on the show. Yeah, because she's pretty um, grounded. Because, yeah, she's pretty grounded. Like again, like we've all had those like <laughs> uptight moments where we try to suck up to somebody and like we're always awkward around like mentors and like how she uh she like tries to like essentially force holt to be her mentor 
<laughs> yes. She wants to be like yeah, She does. She totally does. And I think Tim would really I think Tim probably would really appreciate her character cuz uh they would get along if like she was her character is real because Tim likes to spreadsheet everything and I think that would impress her. <laughs> yep, 100%. It's like you spreadsheet everything. Oh yeah, I got my schedules, all my movies, blah 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 and she'd be like, "Oh, that's awesome." And we all could be, of we them should be friends or, with organized tabbing structures throughout. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and like I can everything. relate to that. I yep. can relate to her a little bit too because like I'm a very structured person and mm-hmm. I'm very orderly. And so mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I could see like, yeah, you could, you, you do, I could do a tab binder for that shit. <laughs> yep. and, it, and, and it's really cool. Cause like you see her, like she's not really, she wasn't really into the, um, into the, like the Halloween, like heists, but then you see her like get played. Yes. Like, she, she like plays everybody like, and she wins like the title. Like one episode, like, I'm like, oh, this is. I'm good. the champion this year. Yeah. Me, I will. I beat you all, and it's like so great. God. And like Holt Damn, and 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 uh, Peralta are just like, well, you know, like it's because we were, and like they're making all these excuses, and it was so great. <laughs> yep. The Halloween episodes in this show are so fucking good. I, I liken them to the uh, to the paintball episodes of Community. Like they're yes. the they're the one episodes like they're, they're the types of episodes I always look forward to every single time. Yep. Like there's mm-hmm. always two story arcs I look forward to because they've established them as like this is going to happen every season. Like it's the Halloween heist and the Pontiac thing. Yep. Like yes, those two the story Pontiac. arcs I okay. always look forward to. Like holy yes. shit, those are so funny. Because what's his name? Oh, what what is his name? The Pontiac fan. In, like he's he was in the office. office. Like yeah, I can't remember his well, name exactly though. Yeah, there you go. IMDb. But like, um, yeah, because like, and even they make a point in this last season because they didn't, it wasn't filmed around Halloween, but they made a point as like, yeah, we couldn't do that because um, we were all sick, like, or something like that, or the precinct was shut down because of an infestation. They they do some kind of explanation and they say, so we're going to do it like six months later. (laughs) And it's like... (laughs) Because we want to give everybody a fair chance to play. So they could work it into a, a season mm-hmm. where they didn't film it in Halloween. You're like, yes. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Craig Robinson was the Craig name. Craig Robinson. That's that, it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine, Craig Robinson. Great. Love it. I love, love those Hot episodes. Tub Time Machine. <laughs> Hot Tub yes, Time yeah, Machine very, very fun. Yeah. I did love that one. He's so great the as one. the... Not, yeah, I haven't seen the second one. But like he's... um. He's so good, like, and him and Peralta are like so good, uh, play like playing off, each, off each, other each other. Is the pun. he so sucks well. them in? He sucks yep. them in every time. <laughs> but like, and then his, his sister did it. Yep, and then his like his intentions are, like were so good towards like the lat- later seasons, and they just happen to find themselves in trouble every single like every single mm-hmm. time. So like when like Pontiac Bandit did like when uh, when they go to his bachelor party wasn't like didn't he actually want to have like a good time and yes. yeah and like like uh, it was the like guys that he brought like like did the diamond heist and he was like yeah. shit guys we can't do this guy's a cop like i don't want to get him in trouble like he was actually being sincere yeah yeah and his sister screwed him over yeah that was great yep yeah his sister's, the sister who uh hosts the netflix baking show nailed it I in- recognized her instantly. Yes, I recognized her instantly because my daughter loves uh, that show, and she's ooh. like, and I was watching. I'm like, that's the that's that's the host of Nailed It. I'm like, holy shit! 
Yep. That's where I've seen her from. I knew she looked familiar. I just couldn't, like yep. I couldn't place a finger on it for the longest time. Thank you for that. Thank You're welcome. Again. And the only reason why I know is because, like I said, like Sarah loves nailed it. She loves that cooking show. I don't that baking show. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. she really likes it. Um, and so, yeah. We got Terry uh, Terry Cruz. Man. Terry Cruz is Terry Jeffords. Terry Sergeant is he? Yeah, he's still a sergeant. Sergeant Terry yes. Jeffords. Yes, and so like he's this is this is a good role for him because he's playing against type. Like usually he is uh, an, in action movies. Like he was in the Expendables. Expendables, yeah, all yeah. Yeah. Like you kind of think of him as like the big brute, like every single time. But like yes. here, he he <laughs> he he plays the role of like like cop like sergeant badass that like upon like first glance you would be intimidated by him because of his fucking large stature right yep. but then like you find out he's like the biggest softy and because yep. like he's got he, like, like two little girls who push yeah. him around yep and like like a big brother that picks on him like an even bigger yes. brother that picks yes, on him his, calls him like yes right <laughs> like, all Terry. his family all his family picks on him it's yep. insane. Tiny and like, Terry. um, yeah. And, and like, I like too, that they've done a couple times where like, he's super cut, but he's like, he has body issues. Like he has body issues too. <laughs> yep. He was just talking about like, oh, you know, like, cause he was, he was fat when he was a kid. And so they've referenced mm-hmm. that a few times too. And yep. like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I, 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 I think he's, what's that? He loves his yogurt. He does. Yes. He loves his yogurt. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, they always, Except for one of the one Halloween episodes, he's almost always like the decoy. <laughs> <laughs> like, except for the one time I, he wanted, I think. Yeah, that was the one where he had like his interview or whatever, right? Yeah, like sergeant's interview. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then he and he ends up winning that one, even though like everybody thought like, <laughs> oh shit, we've like put ourselves like in front of like Terry's like 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 the, Terry in time of like in his time of need but no he fucking played you from the beginning <laughs> yes he did yeah yeah those because episodes I knew just... you would blah 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 it's like oh it's awesome because <laughs> like the thing he's, is, like, he's really funny I didn't know he was that funny and he's like yeah it's a testament to the writing but like I haven't really seen him much like I know he was in he was in White Chicks um and like didn't he play like Chris Rock's dad and everybody hates Chris I think maybe yeah, like he always played like those those like side characters, you know, and like yeah. kind of seeing him like be part of like this ensemble cast that also like thrusts him at like as one of like the like I would consider him one of like the big leads. And like there are like every time he he's on the scene, he always like chews it up. I think he's a yeah, and and he plays like he often plays like the straight man. He's like trying to talk them out of doing like dumbass shit most yeah. of the time. Yep. But then, like, he has, like, his moments. Like, remember when um, the George R. R. Martin type Oh, yes. In those episodes. Never and, like, your heroes, yeah. Yeah. And, like, he fangirls over, uh, like, he fangirls over him. And, like, you find out he's, like, a giant dork at heart that also enjoys the cosplay. Like, enjoys cosplaying. Yep. It's great. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, um, the episode where they have the... Um, the simulated hostage situation with uh uh i, th- I think might have been might have been like the fbi or another police force or whatever. <laughs> and it was all yeah, paintball they, and they started yep. taking hostages and shit where they turn it on the fbi guys and like he yes. literally just breaks out of it like his handcuffs yep <laughs> and so he goes he's like he's like no i'm not gonna let him talk trash about the 99 and he just like and he just like goes starts going along with it it's great yep 
Um, yeah, like again, like and seeing his character from like the beginning, where like he's he he was again big brooding Terry, like big muscular, can control individual muscles in his pecs. Like Terry Crews plays a character where he's afraid to go out, like literally out of like the precinct <laughs> into the into the line of duty because like he doesn't want to get shot. And, and like mm-hmm. leave his uh like leave his daughter's fatherless and like they yes. play that up so well they do yeah and, it, and like i just remember like in the beginning scenes where they do like the flashbacks where like he's just lighting up a department <laughs> store mannequin <laughs> yep and then like he so and then great. he passed like his firearms like firearm safety exam or whatever and then he gets like called into the line of duty and like seeing him in action and, like it, it, it's a nice character arc doesn't he him. get shot too right off the bat I want to say like he gets shot like the first time out. No, he doesn't. It was Boyle that gets shot. Oh yeah, right. He gets shot in the butt. Oh yes, and then he gets a medal. And then he gets a medal, like a, like a whatever a medal, medal butt. Is. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Like you know, he gets like the like he's awarded that medal, but then oh yeah, the, the, the horse. The horse. <laughs> yes, the horse. the horse upstages him. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh yes, right. I remember that. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, Andre Brogner as uh, or Brogner as uh, Raymond Holt. My by far my favorite character on the show. Yeah. If One you of the like best. dad jokes, if you like dad jokes, you will love Raymond Holt. And he it's it's great. And this is one of those ones too where it's again. So he's gay, um, and he's not stereotypically gay, and it's not his defining character trait. Yeah, they, his, they don't let him like they don't like <clears throat> play that up obnoxiously like they would in like other sitcoms or sitcoms like like friends or whatever yeah and or it, it would yeah, be just it's... like they would be like the most stereotypical like gay like definition of a gay person you've ever mm-hmm. fucking seen where it's just a, this is like he's a cop like he's super serious he's really really good at, at his job and he's gay it's mm-hmm. like comma you know what i mean it's it's yeah it's just yeah, and that's and like super refreshing in the show and, yep. and they made a point of it in like the first episode yes <laughs> when like yep. when um uh like again like they they just subtly like put in like put in like oh it's like um uh where he makes like a comment about like manscaping or something like that and you like you don't think about it and then like nope and then jake's like he's not gay it's like yes i am <laughs> and then like flashbacks to like all these like subtle instances <laughs> and like and, and like this one off like lines like I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. But like he his 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 dialogue is so great because he says stuff without a smile on his face and it almost always gets the biggest laughs for me. Cuz it's just del- it's lines. delivered so straight-faced and serious that it's just like did he mean that? And he does mean it, and it's fucking <laughs> great. And and, uh, and it's so and it's and they've established that he's so like robotic that when he does break out of that, it's such a huge deal, and it's so funny that it's just like like you said the break dancing thing. Like nobody's gonna no. believe that you just no. Of course they're not because it was Raymond Holt. <laughs> it was oh, okay. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the quote right now where it's like um <clears throat> where uh. Amy has like an inkling that like something's up with Holt. Uh, hold on, let me find it. So it's like, um, <laughs> it's like, 
I, I get like they're always like I can never get a read on that guy, and then it cuts to like a flashback where uh, Jeffords is like, "You look chipper, Captain. Fun weekend." And then Holt looks at him, deadpan. There was a fire in my home last night. I lost many photo albums of treasure memories. I'm devastated. And you're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's like, they, and they they run, they go back to that joke like three times, like I think three times, and like Rosa, Rosa, uh, I think it was Rosa. Like they, like the other, the, the second time it happens, like Rosa goes up and is like, "You look down, Holt." Like it's like, or he, Rosa thinks like he, uh, um, he looks like sad or something like that. But then he's like, Kevin and I went to went on vacation. We we wove baskets out of palm fronds. I've never been so delighted. <laughs> and you're like, yep. what? what? How do you del- how do you deliver? Like, how do you? He's not so good crap? at it. And then he's it- so good at, it. and he takes things like so literally yep. that it's so because funny. It's just funny. And like. Again, they and it's the best part, you know, the, like that joke where it's like you can't get a read on them. Freaking, um, what was it? Um, who's the big like the two guys, like the two idiots of the like the idiot characters? Yeah, we're, um, uh, Michael, uh, so like Hitchcock and Scully. Yeah, so like Hitchcock like goes up to <laughs> like he's like I can never get a read on that guy. He's always you can never tell what's going on with him, and it cuts to like a flashback of like Holt just fucking them like. Yelling, yelling like right in his face, <laughs> and then cut back. He's like, "Yeah, I can never get a solid read." I'm like, the range on this character is like, yep. Like, there's never, there's never like he's either like robotic, plays it straight, almost like ninety percent of the time, and he does and, it and like so well. And the guy who plays his husband too, like, and he also plays like pretty Kevin, much the same yeah. serious character in, in like everything mm-hmm. he's in as well yep. and they are like so complimentary that it's 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 so awesome like, um the time like where he uh had to go and like he had to, to hide him and like so they were at like a safe house or whatever and they had a fight and they're fighting <laughs> and they're like and it's just like the same voice he always uses the same like steady monotone voice that captain holt always uses <laughs> and they're going back and forth and like peralta's like what's happening <laughs> oh and then, just um, fighting what's happening and when um uh jake and holt had to go under uh witness protection at the beginning of like one season yeah. and you see and you see holt with like his like walking club like with his like wa- like yes. club, and then he yes. tries to play the straight guy like literal straight guy but yes that's right like, he tries to tell, pretend like, that he's he not gay and you can tell that he doesn't know how to do it but he's just like flying by the seat of his pants and he's like yes. just trying to whenever holt has to uh, pretend to be a like a straight male and describe women <laughs> to like other people yes Yep. Best. Yep. Um, fun uh, fact: yeah, He so... was in the mist. Actually, he played. Uh, he was one of the characters. <sighs> oh, in the yes, that's right. He was one of the guys that. Uh, I remember that, who he was. That pieced out early because they yep. thought this was all bullshit in the super yep. story. Yeah, fun fact. And then he died. And then he, yeah. I remember him from that movie. <laughs> uh, so, and I'm not going to do these separately because they got to go together. Dirk Blocker is Michael Hitchcock, and Joel mm-hmm. McKinnon Miller is Norm Scully because they're they're a, a pair. They're oh, yeah. the most Always. incompetent 
detectives you have ever seen in your entire life. They all but they, they do is sit on their ass. Competent. And but they were hella competent. <laughs> yes, the flashback Decades episode before. <laughs> when they were like when they had the young versions of them and they yeah. were like out solving. It's like someone where they solved this like twenty something year old cold case or whatever. Yeah, and like you find and they out, were like, just like they the did day, a flashback. They were, like, yeah, they were total badasses, like super muscular. <laughs> yep. in shape but then like yep. they find like the down their downfall started when they found out like uh what was the what was that barbecue sauce again oh i don't Sluts? i don't remember but <laughs> yes yeah they went to that it was like a hooters knockoff and they went and they yeah. tried it and then they just kept eating wings they couldn't stop yep and that like every time like there's a food joke it's them or like the, the, there was a running joke for a while where uh, i can't remember which one but like scully's wife left left him for um for for hitchcock or the other way around i don't remember it's like yeah he left me and then he went and slept with scully and went and married scully or something yeah just like jesus christ and was it was it like uh the there's a cold open where they tried to figure out if um the person like the significant other that scully or hitchcock was talking about was like an, actually a dog or a wife <laughs> oh yes yeah i <laughs> remember that oh my god <laughs> oh yeah yeah they're like the worst detectives that they never they they very rarely close a case all they do is sit mm-hmm. on their ass eating and file paperwork badly but, but like all when they you do. dangle food in front of them they come they become like the most like productive <laughs> beings on the planet <laughs> yes like yep. when uh when uh but they're also really where... funny too like again like mm-hmm. they're not fully full-on pathetic like they are mm-hmm. funny I love it when um uh, uh, Hitchcock always wait. Hitchcock is the uh, okay. Wait, which one is Hitchcock again? I always get the I mixed think up. Hitchcock Sorry, is the Scully. one with the buzz cut, and Scully's yeah. the bald one. Uh, no, Scully is the one with. Uh, okay, let's. Yeah, Joel Joel McKinnon Miller, and then Dirk Blocker mm. is Hitchcock. So Hitchcock's like the bald one, and Scully's the one with like the buzz cut, like the military buzz cut. Right. Yeah. So, like, uh, when I, I always love it when, like, Hitch or Scully turns on uh, <laughs> opera mode. Especially with, like, the Jimmy yes. Jams, the Jimmy Jam games. Yep. <laughs> the Jimmy Jams, yep. Yeah. The time. Jimmy Jams are great, too. Fuck. Mm-hmm. One of the best running and, and one of the, like, uh, one of the better running gag, g- gags, too, that I liked was um, the uh, really boring guy that Santiago dated for a while. And every time they run into him, he, like, proposes to her. <laughs> He like he like oh! he like brewed IPAs. Yeah, that was his thing. Like even <laughs> when he has a girlfriend after he like proposes to her, and he's like, "I'm with Jake now." Yes, but like you could, st- I I'll still marry you. <laughs> just like, yeah. It's just, every time he ran into her, he's just like, and he's super boring, and he loves IPAs. Oh, that and literally that was his defining character. <laughs> yes, yes, that was his defining character. And it then there's like great. the whole, there's like the whole um rivalry with the fire department for some reason mm-hmm. with uh uh um Patton Patton Oswalt like yes Patton Oswalt yes that's yeah. right and yeah uh, they brought in so many stars man they did like, yeah the and cameos. like the um what, what was his name the 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 eagle or the falcon or something what was his name <laughs> uh he's He's like the spokesman for like that insurance company now uh, yes yeah was it was, it was he the, like 
the vulture that's the one yeah, yeah. and he was such a dick like he was <laughs> the, the worst <laughs> and they brought him in and he he like because holt got demoted there for a while so yep. they brought him in to run the precinct yep. and a, i'm like yep. oh fuck. as the chief yep oh yep. and then um because then of actually... holt's holt's battle with Ma- holt's battles with madeline wunch yep oh man that <laughs> one was great i like they killed her off oh but like as a villain villain <laughs> i thought mm-hmm. she w- i thought she played the role perfectly and like to find out that like she almost has the same personality as like holt almost but just more conniving was like yes a really more. great character that made for and a really she, good character she would always make like sexual advances at him just to, like <laughs> fuck with him it's like when when, when like, she knew she he pet- was gay when she pats him down, I'm like, yes. oh my god. <laughs> yep. Uh, she was so else? great. It's like, because lunch rhymes with lunch. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like his like light bulb moment. Like, oh god yep. damn it. <laughs> yep. um, who else was, uh, like, who else uh, came in here? Like, I'm, I'm looking through the list at this point. Like, uh, Evil Longoria was in like four episode. Uh, she was like a prosecutor. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> that dated yep. Jake for a bit. Uh, that dated Peralta, yeah. I remember that. That, that kind of led to, like, like Santiago <laughs> and, uh, like, Jake, like, actually, like, ending up together. And thought that was great. Um, Freaking Fred Armisen. Or, 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 yeah, Fred Armisen. Yep. As Molitnos. Yep. <laughs> that guy is hilarious, man. So, you again, ever see Portlandia? Uh, I've watched episodes here and there. And it's like, yeah, I same. think it's one of those shows where it's like, <laughs> I didn't really get it at first when I first started when it first came out, but like I think mm-hmm. it would if I watched it now, I'd probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's he was also in yeah. um uh um Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as well. He was in that for a little oh. bit. Oh, yeah. that's good to know. Um yeah. yeah, like um it like what what's cool is that they'll 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 bring back random side characters from like early seasons and like yes. give you like a real great pale like again he you meet Molitnos literally like 15 minutes into episode one of season one and then yes. he becomes like like i think he popped in like one episode seasons later as like a gag and then they bring him back for the wedding episode where he becomes oh, like yeah the, that's right he plays the violin for like at the at the actual wedding ceremony i thought like oh that's a nice little touch mm-hmm. um yeah they do they stuff like go, that all the time Oh yeah, and like uh, uh, Tim Meadows, who plays Caleb the Cannibal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, they brought him back uh, more than yeah. a, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, because he was in the pri- when Jake had to go to prison. And then they bring him back when they had to hunt down uh, when they were like someone was like stealing people's hearts. <laughs> and then, yeah, like they, like they were like, trying to. Could... Yeah, yes. like someone was like yeah. literally carving up like mafia people hearts or whatever, and they go to Caleb to like help profile. <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. get like a profile set, um, and then like you, like the the gag when they meet him is like they he gets like the Hannibal Lecter, Lecter entrance. <laughs> yes, but he's and, also like he cut and and at first he's like super nice and super agreeable, and then like just randomly during the conversation he tries to eat them. Yep, yep. <laughs> when like he would go in for the hug, and he's like boiled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so uh, great. That's great. Yeah, like, um, and, and, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh no, again, it's just like just all the random like cameos that they bring in and like the characters that they write for him, like Jimmy Smith's um Victor like who plays Santiago uh like Amy's dad. His yeah, Amy's dad, yeah. Um Yeah, and, and he then, tries um, to like go out of his way to impress him. Yeah, and, and then like they get um who like um the 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 guy that did um Hamilton and he does all the music things. Oh yeah, um, Lin, Lin Manuel, Manuel uh, Miranda. Yeah, like it brings him as like Amy's brother, and I'm like, this is great. All like the, when they write these characters, like those like random like characters for that episode in, like they they freaking kill it, and they're always yep. so funny. They're always yeah, so hilarious. Like it's, they 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 don't usually waste. So like they they don't usually waste them. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna like. I'm going to let you tell a story because you have a personal connection to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I will kick up this story off by just saying two words. Boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you you knew I was going to bring it up. Oh, damn it. I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were. All right. No, I totally was. So this is a recent development. Um, So, yeah, I've been (laughs) watching... I've been watching... (laughs) Brooklyn Nine-Nine since, like, it came out, like, many moons ago. Um, and then, uh, cut back to probably 2018, 2019, is when I met my fiancé. So, like, um, she was never, like, like, I always always kind of find this odd, but, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine does not appeal to her at all, which, (laughs) I know, it's crazy. Weird. Crazy, right? Crazy talk. (laughs) But yeah, it's like for some reason, like it just never resonated. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, you can have your, like, you do you. I still love you. Um, and like, um, she was like, we we never. So I'm, I'm gonna give you like a just an absolute boatload of like backstory because like it'll it'll tie in. <laughs> well, I brought later. it up. Again, like, um, uh, we both graduated at university like, years ago. Um, well before we met. And I found out um, after like like about a, like a few months into dating or like first dating her, like I found out she was like really like big into sororities, like because she was a sorority girl back in the day at the university. Well, like during her time there, like right from um, like her first year until she graduated. And <laughs> what I didn't know is that <laughs> in her sorority, to get someone's attention. You say boom boom. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so like, we're coming um, back to Brooklyn Nine Nine. I swear. Oh yeah, so, so like, um, I heard like um, cut back to like one of like mutual friends. Uh, well, like one of her closest friends got married. And she was like the maid of honor, and we were hanging like like a, one, a day or two leading up to it. We uh, they they started talking about like their like my fiance and her friends started talking about like reliving like the days of like their sorority days because they're all part of the same sorority like this small group of friends that was in this wedding party, um and then they would say like I think part of like their sorority anthem was like boom boom da 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 or something like that like but the whole thing was like like the the main thing that stuck out for me in that like what in the conversation was the words boom boom and so i could not like and so me and um 
like my buddy Evan, who was like the guy that was getting married at like the, at this wedding, he looked at me and then he was like, um, he did the fucking like he looked at me because he loves Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he goes boom boom Michael, and I'm like fucking neutral boom, I can't unhear it. Now. And so like it becomes yep. this like it becomes this thing where it's like at the back of my mind, like I associate like sororities and fraternities to like a neutral boom like pyramid scheme now because that's all i hear and when you watch like when you watch the neutral boom <laughs> episode where jake and uh where jake and boyle try to get out of like their mlm contracts and they keep using like it's like uh what was it like they use it as a greeting or something like that right yep it's like boom boom, boom, boom. jake <laughs> and it's like boom, it's boom, all boom. i can hear and like i think it's like i think um uh because like our you know, like um my friend evan like his wife doesn't watch brooklyn 99 soccer type of humor um like my fiance doesn't watch brooklyn 99 like again it's crazy it's wild weird wild it's concept so weird. um she doesn't get it and so like every single time they like we get together like the four of us get together and they say boom boom Every so often, yep. like Evan and I would fucking just giggle to ourselves, like <laughs> freaking like, school children, just because like we understand it's a sorority thing. But no, 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 that's Nutriboom. <laughs> that's a Brooklyn. There is so for people who don't know, there is a reoccurring um, uh, uh, storyline. I think there's just, like, four or five episodes at least where they talk about and and Mike said already the the multi level marketing thing. Nutriboom was basically like this health shake. That they're trying to to sell, and it's this big kind of a cult, basically. <laughs> it's a cult, and, and and it's it starts with this guy who he's like um he's a paid like actor essentially, and they that, bring him back for multiple episodes too. Yeah, because he, he looks almost exactly like Boyle. Yes. Yeah, they they <laughs> use him as like Boyle's like body double essentially whenever they can during like heists and stuff like that. Yes, and and there's like there's this whole storyline where the founder like goes missing is presumed dead and they think he's murdered and there's this whole th- so like th- th- there's there's and so like yeah the slogan is like the, it's Nutriboom and the the slogan is like boom boom every time they and so like now every time i see a, a Nutriboom episode i think of mike <laughs> yeah you think of like culty sororities think boom boom <laughs> <laughs> i totally i 100 had to bring this up because it's like it's 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 such a like a cool little like you know inside thing, and it's made all the more hilarious that the you're both the significant others of uh, your friend Evan and you don't get yeah. it at all because they don't watch the show. It's yeah. even better. Oh, I know. And like when we when like we realized because like when they first said it and it and it both clicked for both of us. We again, we were giggling like children, and they were like, "What's yep. so funny?" And we we're like, "No, yeah, it's fine. Just don't worry about it. You don't. No, get don't it. worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Yeah, yeah but th- like, those those episodes are really, really good. Anyway, like they're they're really, really funny. Like <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, it's like basically it devolves into like the whole thing being a cult. <laughs> yeah, and really like what it boils like, down to. And then like every everybody. <laughs> every member is like reassuring like jake and boyle that they're <laughs> that the president or ceo is not dead and it's, perfectly is healthy. not dead no he's not dead he's alive well, how come you haven't <laughs> like, seen because you haven't it's just like oh it's these no stupid excuses it's like oh no he dead <laughs> yep oh good they're time. trying to say, yeah it's it's mm-hmm. so good 
Yeah, and I would the, reckon- yeah, they bring back that like that side guy to like because he, he like you said he looks like Boyle, so they keep bringing him back for Halloween heist and stuff like that. Yep. Or they find him like as a bum on the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty funny. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would recommend the show to anybody, like to almost everybody except for my fiance and Evan's wife. <sighs> well, because I mean, she's not into. She's not into. I mean, it's I- one of those things where like like I said, the ensemble cast is like basically perfect. Mm-hmm. It's really well written. <laughs> it's like. It's like it's it as the characters have grown, but like not too much. It's walked that fine line, but also like it's you could most of the jokes in it are I don't want to say like all of them are family friendly, but like a lot of them are like I could yeah. probably watch this with my kids. It'd be fine. Like mm-hmm. occasionally like explain what they mean, <laughs> but like <clears throat> um, but for the most part, you could like, yeah, it's pretty clean, but it's like and it's fairly high especially holt stuff it's like highbrow like fairly mm-hmm. highbrow like humor yeah. it's not it's not toilet humor nope. so uh, i which i gravitate i gravitate more towards mm-hmm. highbrow and i love puns i love puns so much and there's a lot of really good puns in this show I, and um that's why i like holt so much he's just mm-hmm. yeah he's like dad joke like it, da- it's, just da- the dad jokes it's just the chemistry yep. chemistry between all of them like that that's what really seals the deal for me like every time i watch yep. the show and like yeah um it's they don't i think they, they, they kind of started to retread like a few like uh like story story arcs or like <clears throat> kind of like that like like i said before like they'll you can always come to expect a, a heist episode or a like a pontiac bandit episode but like yep. They're always different, the, though. Yeah, for the for the most part, they still do their best to like make each season fresh, you know. Yep. And I I, I I commend them for uh, for uh, like calling it calling it a day at, like after like one more season. Yeah, they're doing an a season, and and the reasoning too, and I appreciate it is like. You know, uh, in light of all the things that, you know, it's happening in, the, in specifically in the States right now with all the, you know, police violence and, mm-hmm. you know, and the, um, the, the, the relationship with minorities and stuff like that. They're yeah. just, um, well, we're just going to do one more. Yeah. We're just going to do one more and then call it like they, they, <laughs> they, they, they it did quits, like, yeah. uh, they did address that like, um, like almost like a Black Lives Matter episode yeah, where uh, that's right. where um, Jeffords gets like racially profiled by another cop. Yeah, know? that's right. And I, th- I, I thought remember, they handled yeah. that. I thought they handled that very well. Like, it was yeah, like, I did the too. Book. Like, they don't overdo any of this. Like, they 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 have messages and they have like some good like lessons <laughs> in the mm-hmm. show, but they don't like overdo it where it feels like hammy or force fed or anything like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, like it speaks to the writing, like of yep. the the. <clears throat> the writing of the show right and i guess the other guy who wrote for the show like wrote for conan o'brien so oh okay both like yeah late night conan o'brien so like you got both that so that doesn't surprise me because some of the humor on the show is like i could hear conan o'brien saying (laughs) so yeah yeah so like i mean overall I've loved the show. Uh, mm. Like basically, uh, I've really liked it right from the start, and it's just I think it's gotten better as the seasons. I'm really, really looking forward to the last season. It's a little bit sad it's going off, but I mean, I feel like they'll probably go off on a high note. Yeah, and because you don't want to do ten or fourteen mm. seasons and it just stops being funny or whatever. Yeah, like I think <clears> one thing I'd like to say is that um, Holt's character playing like the straight, 
like straight edge, like intelligent man, like monotone kind of deadpan is, mm. is like, it reminds me a lot of Sheldon Cooper from big bang theory, but yes, done right. You know, <laughs> done better. Yeah. Yeah. Like actual character growth. Yep. Yep. Which like, he didn't really, but Sheldon just was Sheldon the whole show. Really? Yeah, I mean, he had a bit, but like, he got a girlfriend, yeah. but that was it. <laughs> that was kind of it. But he was still like a dick to everybody. <laughs> it was yep. just like, yep. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. but, but Holt's like he's gradually like loosened yeah. up, like you said, right? Yeah, like he 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 wanted to be like he wanted to make the precinct successful, but he realizes that it can't be done by just like demanding like profit, like efficiency and like productivity and everything. But it's also like done by like fostering like relationships with the people around yeah. you. You know, that's why like seeing him go and demoted for the first time after season two or season three, like that hurt. That hurt to see because like everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Oh man, Dad's leaving." <laughs> Yeah, because they were trying to, uh, at the beginning, they like didn't like him and they were trying to get, get him kicked out. And then yep. <clears throat> a couple seasons in, they're like, we got to get Holt back. And it's like, yep. but it, it makes sense. And not only that, but like, um, he realizes that he can't just force efficiency on somebody and he's got to mm-hmm. develop, like you said, develop his relationship. But mm-hmm. that's how it would be like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like he... It, um, a character like like somebody like that could potentially go into a police precinct and go there and see like, okay, I want everybody to like do things my way, and then eventually realize like, oh, to get this department running well, I kind of got let people give people like a little bit of slack or whatever. Exactly. That happens in work situations <laughs> all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's one of the things that he, it's not like super, like it's not like my, a Michael Scott type deal where he's just like an idiot like the whole show exactly and it's just like he's so like how can you be that incompetent and like fail up that well <laughs> you know what i mean yeah exactly <clears throat> but yeah <sighs> uh on the, so in 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 summary unlike the last show we talked about it's all sunny in philadelphia i would recommend this to everyone <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, i know right 100 <laughs> i agree yeah, it's it's really really great. Uh, uh, good diverse cast, well written, really funny. Yeah, like it's yeah, fairly no, family if, friendly. If, if, if you're looking for like, like I would say it's pretty wholesome <clears throat> in terms of like uh, like comedy and stuff. Like if you're looking for a wholesome, funny, good time, hundred yep. percent check this out. It's all on Netflix. Like most, I think, yeah, it's all on Netflix. Yeah, all right the now. seasons, yeah, um, all on Netflix. And like, I would highly recommend it just to watch Holt be Holt and yep. then be like the best cop dad ever. That's right. Yep. <laughs> That's how I describe yep. it. I totally agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's for, I mean, like some people and like, you know, like your fiance and, and uh, your buddy's your friend's wife. It's like, sometimes people just don't like it, but I mean, that's anything's like that. I mean, um, <laughs> yep. sometimes people just don't like stuff and it's fine, but like, <clears throat> it's one of those things. It's like, I would not show this to this type of person, that type of person. Like, that's not the case with this show. It's yeah. it's like community. It's like the office. It's like Parks and Rec. It's, you can, hey, watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You probably like it. You might not, but you probably will. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun and you'll have yep. a good time with it. Exactly. So. <clears throat> Do you have anything more to add? Uh, um, I don't think so. Like, I, I think we kind of <laughs> nailed everything on the head. Like, I, I think uh, so, too. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's, uh, that's all I got. Pontiac Panic right. Fest. 
<laughs> so with all that said, thanks for joining us this week. Please like, comment, subscribe if you're able. Rate the podcast wherever you listen. Or if there's something you really want to talk about, email me at conferculture at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-F-E-R-C-U-L-T-U-R-E at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Mike. And this has been Confer Culture. Confer Culture.